The Brunch, copyright Serenia Murthy, 2018. Jason, everyone's going to think you're after her money, Allison warned me. I know, I said. I mean, I know you're not, she barreled on as if she hadn't heard me. We, she gestured around at the family, know you're not, but everyone else is going to think it. I know, I said again. I just want you to be forewarned. You know how the mines at Westmore work. When they work, I quipped. Who cares what a bunch of stupid people think, Stevie said. Anyone who knows Jason knows he doesn't care about her money. I can't say in good conscience that I don't care about her money, I said. They all stared at me in surprise. It was as though they'd never heard the word conscience come out of my mouth before. I mean, it's a fundamental part of her background, I said. It played a role in making her who she is today. Saying, I like Emma but not the money, would be like her saying, I like Jason but not Stevie or Allison. My family continued to catch flies. Stevie was the first to speak. Who are you and what have you done with my real brother? She demanded. Who cares? I like this version better, Allison said. We arranged to have Emma over for Sunday brunch. It was the time when mom was least likely to be called in. I mean, there were no guarantees, but it seemed like even foreign leaders had to go to mass once in a while. We were setting out plates. Jace, can you pass me that Tupperware container? Mom asked. I did so and then said, Mom, can you not call me that when Emma's here? What? She sounded amused. It's just, it sounds like a girl's name, I said. You know, like J.C. Burroughs. Mom looked a little sad. I've called you Jace for years, she said. Just two years, actually, I said. So has your dad, she reflected sorrowfully. Look, I don't care when we're alone, I said, feeling uncomfortable. It's just, you know. Yeah, she got on board. Okay. Ordinarily, I'd never have risked saying this in front of the girls because I knew they'd immediately do that very thing just to embarrass me. But somehow, I knew this brunch would be different. Allison's next remark showed it. Jason's a hard name to nickname, she said. Hey, I'm the only one who gets to call him Jay. Stevie warned everybody off her territory. I already have a Jay at work, Mom moped. She was still sad. Piper tried to get special Jay off the ground, you know, like the cereal, but it didn't stick, I said, setting out glasses. The doorbell rang. Emma's here, I said. I turned around and looked at my family. It was on the tip of my tongue to demand that they be on their best behavior. I was starting to sound like Dad. Ugh. I shook it off and went to let her in. She was wearing a pink sparkly dress, kind of similar to the blue one she'd worn on our first date, and a pink gauzy wrap that clung to her slender frame. It was a good choice. Her blonde hair looked great against it. She was wearing a silver hairband, sort of like a tiara that was embedded into her hair, playing hide-and-go-seek with the golden strands. Her bangs were all fluffed out and they made me want to sneeze. The overall effect was good. She was carrying a cake in a pink box. Hi, I said, leaning in to kiss her cheek. I saw James drive off as I did it. Hi, she said shyly, sounding a little nervous as she kissed me back. I could feel Mom eagerly waiting behind me. I stepped aside to let Emma in. Emma, this is my mother, Elizabeth McCord, better known to you as Madam Secretary, I said. Mom, this is Emma Mitchell. They hugged and exchanged pleasantries. We moved down the receiving line. Dad was next. I'd sooner die than admit it, but I was feeling a little nervous myself. 
Never in my life had I been so eager for a social occasion to go smoothly. <clears throat> you remember my dad, Dr. Henry McCord, I said. She looked ecstatic to see a familiar face and he melted completely. Now for it. My sister, Stephanie, I said. Stevie to us. She's a senior at Georgetown and she'll be starting law school in the fall. This bio would have intimidated most people, but Stevie set everything at ease by giving Emma a hug and a welcoming smile. I swear, I don't know why I was being so formal, making the poor girl more nervous than she already was. My family suddenly sounded insanely accomplished, even to me, and I've known them for years. I was on a roll. I couldn't stop. My second sister, Allison, I said, freshman at Bayard, graduate of Westmore. Allison engulfed Emma in an even more effusive hug. She has very affectionate nature. I ought to know. She puts up with me. Westmore? Emma asked, and Allison nodded bashfully. I know a lot of kids there. But, she looked at me, how come you guys didn't go to the same school? Allison opened her mouth to reply. She's gifted, I said quickly. Gifted and talented, Stevie backed me up. I dared not catch anyone's eye. Allison has a hopelessly transparent nature, which makes her a crummy liar. Even now, she was wearing her deer-in-the-headlights look, and anyone less guileless than Emma would have picked up on it. I wish I'd prepped for this. I wish I'd prepped for this. Somehow, I balked at the idea of Emma knowing the details of my abrupt departure from Westmore. I didn't want her, or Mr. Binnendale, thinking I was a juvenile delinquent. I guess I am, Allison eventually squeaked. I was relieved when we all sat down to brunch. <clears throat> the meal went pretty well. We retired to the living room for coffee. It was 1 p.m. when James came to pick Emma up. I'll walk you out, I said. Give my family credit for discretion. They stayed in the house. I had a lovely time meeting everyone, Emma said to me shyly. They loved meeting you too, I said. We kissed, but we kissed goodbye, both feeling self-conscious that someone might be watching from the windows. Bye, Emma said, getting into the limo. See you at school. I waved at the limo as it pulled away. I turned around to find Brian Thompson staring at me open-mouthed. Just how many famous people do you McCords know? He asked when he found his tongue. No more than usual, I said before going indoors. Do you know Sting? Can I get an autograph? I heard him say as I shut the door. Well, he was still better than the Westmore crowd.